Step into the world of the Boy Thrive Podcast, your ultimate destination for men's safe space, growth, and empowerment. Join Opando Maureen alongside the remarkable co-host, Lasetja Moku from South Africa. Together, they're on a mission to help males level up, be free to be themselves, and thrive in every facet of their lives while embracing their full potential. Join us as we delve into invigorating conversations, practical strategies, and real-life stories that light the path to your best life. Welcome to a journey of restoring man to his full glory. This is the Boy Thrive Podcast. And now let's join today's episode. Welcome once again to Boy Thrive Podcast. We've put this on hold for a while because, hey, we are learning technology. <laughs> but of course, we are back with Julia. <laughs> we are back with Julia Katz, of course, the founder of Inkick. And of course, Julia is also having a podcast, so we'll put it on the, um, we'll let you know about it sooner. And so we'll be able to share about what she's doing over there as well, because hey, this lady is on top of her game. I mean, she's now becoming also a trainer at a college. Hey, so many things to congratulate you for, my girl. Thank you. Thank you, Maureen. That's really kind of you. Yeah, I mean, working, doing, uh, providing value, and that's what it is, you know, as a the first time I'm going to educate at university. So I'm like, oh my God, that's an imposter syndrome for me. It was like, <laughs> why am I doing this? No, really, I'm uh-huh. so used to do it, you know, for, for, for corporates. I'm used to that. It's not a problem. But for example, yeah. at the university, I was like, oh my God, oh my Lord, what am I going to talk about? And I'm teaching business management and leadership. So honestly, mm-hmm. I learned as well because I need to, Create a bit more content with corporates. It's different, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Mm-hmm. And do lots of games as well. We do role plays. We do uh, games for the mind. And I don't provide all the answers because they need to think as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've had a session just listening to you when you're talking to me to the podcast. And I was like, those people are really just going to have fun learning because you know how to break them down little by little. I don't think there's anyone who won't understand your model of, of explaining things. So, go yeah, for exactly, it. exactly. Because you know what? People, they don't want to hear and write. It's boring. And after a while, you lose them. You know, I mean, anyways, our attention span or the attention span of young people is really short. Yeah. So, after 45 minutes, I always give a break. Then we come back, we refresh, <laughs> we do a game, and then we start again, right? So, because otherwise, uh, for, I'm losing them. <laughs> Yeah, of course. So welcome today. We are talking about bullying. Now, the, other, the last podcast we did, we talked about that uh, we needed to talk about bullying and how uh, boys should um, maybe take it in and regulate themselves, how they should learn it. And we realized that it was a wide topic. So today we want us just to take us through how 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 the experience of um, bullying in schools, it still happens. And it causes a lot of things that some kids end up uh, doing suicide. There are people who just shut down. They just don't want to go back to those school, the school where they got bullied. And of course, bullying is not just in school. So maybe we just give an explanation of what it is, where it can be experienced, and what to do about it. 
Well, yeah, it's it's a big topic. It's also not only for boys, but we are talking about boys here, right? It's for everyone. Yeah. And bullying happens as well at the workplace as well. Mm-hmm. No matter which gender you are, bullying happens, happens all the time. And bullying is really bossing around people. What is mm-hmm. bullying actually, you know? I mean, bullying is really telling not truth stories about a person, making fun of them. Don't even accept them as they are. If you have, for example, um, what I shall say, um, as I was little, because I'm Turkish, right? I grew up in Germany. And -hmm. I was a little girl, primary school. I had dark hair. And all the girls in Germany had to uh, wear blonde, right? So it was not Ooh. really, I was, yeah, I mean, the blonde girls are me having, you know, black hair or bold, whatever, you know, more, more colorful hair. And mm-hmm. I was always set apart and I was a bit more chubby as well. Not like the girls, you know, who are very skinny and they were jumping around and all that stuff. And I was always alone in the corner and they made fun of me all the time, you know, and I felt mm-hmm. really bad. I felt intimidated. It's you're losing yeah. your self-worth. You're losing that you are, you think you're stupid, you think you don't worth anything, you're not like the others. And why should we be like the others? You know, who created the others? So to cope with that was for me to be stronger in one point. I didn't do this, you know, intentionally, but I was reading all the time because I was always alone. And reading meant in class I was the best to read any book. And I was also participating in a competition. So this is where I gained mm-hmm. some respect from other students that I can also do mm-hmm. something. Yeah? Yeah. But how do you regulate that in terms of boys? Boys are even more fragile. Why? Because as a man, we expect them to cope with everything, even the parents. And you know what, what actually the daddies would say? No, but that's it. There is another pressure from coming from the families. The daddies would say, hey, you know what? Come on, don't whine and whinge like a little girl. Yeah. Like yeah. a little girl. Come on, stand up on feet, fight, you know? But maybe the boy don't want to fight. Why would they fight? And why is <laughs> I don't get that either. Now what's happening here in the world, the news, you know, world war, that is um, well. The war which is which is coming, Israel, Palestine, I don't know, Ukraine and any you know, Russia is going on forever. For what? But bullying will always happen. So if you experience bullying as a little boy, the best thing is to talk about it. Talk to your parents, and the parents have got lots of responsibility to really listen to the boy with all their emotions their empathy and not shut them up and say get on with it what shall what do you expect me to do make sure that the boy is heard also in class Mm -hmm. when you experience bullying in class tell the teacher tell the dean absolutely don't say silent don't suffer silently that's what we always do which is really bad i did I did. Um, I suffered. I, I, I think at a point in my life, I left a school where I started learning and I had to mm-hmm. change families because we had a loss. And when I went to the school, it was huge than the school I was used to. And when I got to class, I was scared because, you know, during that time, caning and, you know, strokes were okay. So this teacher used yeah. to just cane us so much that whenever I saw her, I would dread her. 
And then now <gasps> there are these these guys who felt like they, you know, they've been in that school for a while. One of them was a, a teacher's kid. They'd bully me. And I never talk. And when I came home, I forgot about it at school. When I came in, the, I, I got to the school gate, I picked it up from there. And it happened for a very long time. So I say, sometimes we suggest that, you know, talk to a teacher, talk to a parent. But the relationship between maybe the kid, the boy, or the girl with, with the teacher or the person they're supposed to talk to is not exactly um, the kind of relationship where the, someone can open up and say, you know what, I'm being bullied. It's, 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 it doesn't usually happen that way. Correct, correct. But then what can we do, right? I mean, uh, the only thing that you can do is about, even if they don't want to tell you something, you as a parent mm -hmm. or as a, as, as a teacher shall mm -hmm. observe your kid. Are there behavioral changes? Are the mm -hmm. person shutting down? Other persons started to harm themselves. That's what they start to do, you know, with the scissor or something. And they try to catch, they try to hide as um, Are there differences in anything that you can see? Immediately address it. Immediately. If you can't do it, find someone else. The best friend. Maybe the kid can't open up with you, but there must be surely someone whom that kid is actually trusting. Find that person and have that person talk yeah. to the little kid because otherwise we're going to lose them. It's easy to lose them. And they are then going to be not valuing themselves. They are going to always undermine themselves. They're going to be shy. They're not going to ask for help. They're not, it will impact their whole life. And it's difficult. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that they're growing up with the, with the mental health being, you know, healthy. Right. I mean, well-being is important and to to value yourself and know your strength. And if you can't do this mm. alone, then we need to find someone who mm. can help. That could be in the family, could be the best friends, but someone needs to talk. If you don't talk it mm. out, it's not going to work. And this is where we have got responsibilities yeah. as parents or maybe teachers as well, who can observe the kid mm. and what are the changes that the kid is going through. Because we can see this. We can see this. It's, you know, it's very important. Body system is also nice to have a body, for example, you know. Um, if yeah. you hold anger, it's bad. If you as a little kid have anger and you can't really express it, and sometimes they go into fights even which are not necessary, yeah? try to regulate your emotions with breathing. Yeah? If you really need to regulate yeah. your emotions with the anger, good one is also journaling. That's really, mm -hmm. really great. Write down what is bothering you. Or if you are brave yeah. enough, just if you see bullying, just walk away. Let them continue bullying. You're strong enough. You go somewhere. You can be angry. You can shout in the forest yeah. or somewhere else or in the room or smash something. That's fine. But go for <laughs> them and, you know, get the emotions, regulate them in this way. Because in the same mm. time, with bullying, you're also in the age of pre-adolescence, like, you know, pre-teenager times, your teenager times, your hormones are playing in ways like roller coaster and you can't regulate. Try to do that. If someone starts bullying, says it comes, this is the trigger. Breathe, don't stand there, just walk away. If they start though, have aggression, starting a fight, yeah. then mm -hmm. it gets violent. 
involved. And that needs to be addressed by school or by police or whatever immediately. Yeah. Because this is now uh, you, you, safeguarding, right? It's going to safeguarding. Yes. So this is not mm -hmm. what we can do here, but immediately mm -hmm. raise it. Yeah. I, you mentioned about uh, teachers coming together. And I, I, I had someone say something that I find very important that yeah. parents should be friends with their teacher, with the teachers of their children, because the teacher mm -hmm. sees the version that the parent never sees. So if you want to see if your child um, is improving on something or acquiring something new, because the teacher spends so much time with this kid, they are likely to tell you what other thing about your kid that you you think you know but you don't because when you are at home and you are with them they could be the best kids they are they could give you the best version you want to see yeah. but when they get to school they show a different version that they feel free to show over there because then they know that they're not under your watch so if right. you maybe keep um track with your with the teachers they can tell you by the way your kid loves maybe arts and not mathematics or your kid loves playing games and not you know um doing recitals so when you keep your their teachers closer and just like have be friends with the teacher then you are more likely to be able to help your kid than when you you know you you like oh i pay school fees yeah the teacher should do their work you never quite see a lot of things that you should in time absolutely absolutely and if this happens at school you know as a parent if you are really observing this uh, try to make an appointment, right? Not rush immediately out there, like in furious city, uh, being furious and accused and even trying to speak to the parents of the kid who's bullying. Don't do that. It creates more, it creates worse. It will be worse. Try to understand the policy of the school if there is a, sp a policy. Normally, there should be an anti-bullying policy, right? But we don't know. Each, each school might not have it. And <clears throat> then try to get an appointment try to get this mm -hmm. across to the teacher or the headmaster or whatever and if things are not improving mm -hmm. try to make a note about when is this happening how many times we have yeah. got facts and figures because that's another thing this said that mm -hmm. said and we don't know and we don't have any facts and figures and then it gets even in the air and then accusations and the whole situation gets worse Let's be factual yeah. as well. Here we come again to regulate our emotions. And that's important. Yeah. And we know it's it's harming our children. It's harming our child because the child doesn't want yeah. to go to school, etc. If this happens as well, try to support them as much as you can with listening, listening, listening. Worse comes worse, you know, if there needs to be a psychological support needed or a coach, because we've got mm -hmm. lots of adolescents coach as well, coaches as well, that would mm -hmm. help the kid likewise. For example, to find your own worth, doing things that you love yes. for the kid, right? uh, mm -hmm. trying maybe to change the class. I don't know if this would help. Yeah, that, that's another thing that can yeah. be done. Or seeing yes. or, or equipping your child with the mental mental tools to keep up with all these you know mm -hmm. regulations and emotions and you name it and it's yeah. not easy i also i also noticed that when when we're mentioning about bullying sometimes we concentrate so much on the victim uh, but one thing we always forget to rem um, you know we we don't remember is that the person bullying is actually also dealing with something so yeah. 
maybe where they're coming from, there's too much violence. Uh, maybe maybe they're, you know, they, they just don't have the peace and they're just projecting what is happening at home or in their surroundings. So how could probably um, maybe parents, peers and anyone in, in contact with these people help them? Correct. Correct. That's it. And you know what? Um, you're absolutely right. We always, you know, the victim is not the thing here. What needs to happen as well, yeah. right? At school, mm. we need to talk about bullying. So it needs to be part of the yeah. lesson, of a lesson. And then in class, not everyone is bullying in class, right? There's always these groups or the clans yeah. or whatever, the clique, you know, who's like the cool ones and want to prove something. They have also the cool kids. You know, the mm -hmm. cool kids. Yeah, everyone wants to be part of the cool kids. But the cool kids do have problems as well. They're normally not good in school. Normally they have always self-esteem problems and confidence problems, and that's why they react that way. They have a different coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. So we address it in class as a teacher about bullying and say, and make it responsibility of all the students saying, if you see in your class, one of your classmates is bullied, immediately go to them, not let them alone and report it to me. So you create a mutual environment where the students even think, oh, you know what? No, I'm not accepting that, you know? And this creates the foundation for a better world, for a better future, for better humans, you know? To show respect, mm -hmm. to accept people like they are and stand by them. And, and this, of course, just plays yeah, this this plays a real a real big issue on 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 how friendship is created. If you yes. have people who are friends at school, and you know, like one of them is being bullied, they can stand up for them. And then some of them are always daring enough to go ask, "Why are you bullying the other person? What right. is your problem?" Because naturally, when when you when you project your fears on other people, it just shows that something you're hiding, uh, something that is happening behind the you know the scene which is definitely causing you to be uh, the way you are. Because I realized that most kids who come from very violent homes or homes mm -hmm. where insults and you know, verbal insults are a lot, they are more likely to do that, whether they do it knowingly or unknowingly. So then now we'll be at a situation where uh, on, on my end, I'm training my child to be empathetic and also be very sensitive to other people but on the other end somebody's not taking care of that because now they're teaching their kids the other you know the reverse of what i'm teaching so these people are going to be interacting at the same point and of course where the interaction happens there's always going to be uh, conflict or friction so i think it's, it's really necessary to just get to the root cause and of course this now brings in the parents going back to um how have you dealt with your traumas again <laughs> i don't yes, i think i don't know why this thing's just like they interlock, they, they're all over together. At the end of the day, there's none that misses the other. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. But you know what? I mean, yeah. what we need to do as parents, it's important if they even can't talk to us, but, but we need to create the safe harbor, is to impart mm. self-esteem in the kid. So yes. if they don't want anything, we normally force always the kids to do something. Try to accept them mm. as well that they can say no. Yeah. And if they have self-esteem, teach them as well to stand firm if bullying happens to say, I don't accept this. I say no, you know, 
teach that. Mm -hmm. This is our parents' thing. So if bullying starts, it's normally a click or one person who says, oh, you stupid, you blah, you look blah, 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 blah. I don't accept <laughs> this. What you tell me, no. Yeah. And if this can be done, mm -hmm. then the bullying will go down because the bullier or the aggressor will see that they don't have any impact. Because what they want at the end, any power. they want to make you unsure. They want to make you insecure. And if they mm. see that, they even continue because you're weak. They love it. They have the authority. They have the power, you know. And that's what they want to experience. Mm. Mm. power over a person. But if you as a little kid, if mm. we can teach them to say, hey, you can say no. You can be assertive. You don't need to fight. Just look in the eye say, I don't accept what you, what you say. I say no and walk away. Then it's a different story. Again, if it goes into fight... That's a different thing because then we need to think about safeguarding yeah. and all that stuff, which goes really to the headmaster and to the school and how they behave in school and whatever is there, right? We don't want to have dangerous school systems, hopefully. But everything can happen after mm -hmm. school. After the school as well, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. school it's fine. Then they're mm -hmm. on their way to come home. And then again, they do put they start bullying. The kid. Mm -hmm. Hopefully with lots of self-esteem, which we need as parents implant in the yeah. brains and continue walking without even listening to them, and just go home. Again, if aggression mm -hmm. happens on the street, this is bad. That needs to be reported immediately to the police or somewhere else because this is not permitted. Right? Yes. You cannot start a fight and uh, and bunch and, and uh, kick kick someone you i mean that should be not without any consequences yeah now the, the, i don't know how much you'll agree or disagree with it somebody told me that um the best thing you should do for your child is not to teach them to be overly obedient or to be obedient 100 percent um because when they are overly obedient they do not know when to say no Correct. And you should encourage them, for example, when they are talking to somebody, they should look that person straight in the eye and give the talk about what they feel, maybe their opinion about a subject. For example, if I tell my child to go do this and they don't feel like doing it and they have a reason why they they feel they don't want to do it, I should give them room to like tell me, mom, I'm not going to do that because I fail. If I do that, one, two, three things will happen and they don't sit well with me. That we should encourage the kids not overly to be obedient. Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Correct. Not overly obedient. Although we as parents, of course, draw the borders. You know, there's something that we can done and cannot be done. So we need to teach our children values, respect, values, accepting people as they are, diversity, inclusion, empathy, but also assertive communication style. And for example, the same can happen to the parents, you know, if you always see a behavior that you don't like at your children, you can say, you know what, I'm just making this up. John, you all, um, how I feel with this response is X, Y, Z, you know? So you also tell from your side. So because you're the role model, and if the kid is really observing yeah. this, it will also adopt you know, the communication style, which mm. is assertive, saying, mom, you know what? I feel X, Y, Z. When you say this, I feel blah, blah, blah. This is what I was expecting was X, Y, Z. It's me. It's not you. So I'm not accusing anyone. Mm. It's my feelings. Mm. This is how it 
triggers me and this makes me sad. Mm. Yeah. So at least you can understand yeah. both ways. The same happens as well with assertive communication to an aggressor. They can talk, talk and say, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I don't agree. You know, it's okay. And I'm going now. I'm done. Mm. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> you can say that. That usually changes the mind totally. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not easy. So it really, again, is on us as parents how much we can implant self-esteem from their growing up. How much mm. if, we, if they see how parents react and ask for their rights, the same will happen with mm. the kids. And if the kid feels really, really helpless, either we need to teach, teach them breathing we need to teach them to journal and it needs to be part of the lessons in school as well. You as a parent have the obligation to observe your kid. Are there any changes happening in their behaviors, how they think, how they sleep? They can't sleep. They don't want to go to school suddenly. Immediately ask open questions. Again, not accusing, not saying, hey, forcing, mm. just take them off and say, what is happening? Tell me more. If they can't open up, find a buddy, mm. a relative that they feel safe and secure with so that you can address it. Because mm. otherwise, as you were saying in the beginning, it will come to suicidal thoughts. It will come to self-harm. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's quite frequent that this happens a lot. Could there be an explanation, by the way, why the boys or the male are more prone to suicide because of maybe bullying and other, other stresses of life? Is there a reason why the male are more prone to, to, to suicide attempts than because the female? Because they don't want to, yeah, because what happens with the man, there is extra pressure. We as women have the yeah. privilege to be weak and, and cry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know who ever said that that that, be, that crying is a weakness. That is the most. That is the the strongest strength we have. Yeah, that's correct. But no one accepts that, right? So that's again the perception of the culture, specifically in your culture, right? Or Middle East culture, the man needs to be yeah, strong, yeah. not showing any emotions. So you don't even know uh, does my my man actually love me or not because they are so so drill not to show any emotions okay it changes now right it changes slowly slowly of yeah. course but um that's where we have the extra pressure you as a man need to be coping with everything and this is what's drilled into our boys and that's why we have got mm. lots of heart attacks lots of bullying although if they would as well name it rather than shame it rather mm. journal it Whatever it is that helps them talk about mm. it, cry about it, hug something, or go to kickboxing. I don't know what can help you. You know, you need yeah. to really find a way. That's a better mechanism. And talk to a good, close friend. If you don't want to go to a psychologue because it has got this negative spin on it, or find a coach, yeah. right, for yourself mm. to say, hey, you know, this is what's going through. How can I change this mm. around? But you're not alone. You shall not stem it alone. We are tribal. Humans never succeed alone. So if you have any kind of you know struggles in life, find a mentor, find a best buddy that can help, that has got an open ear, and which is important for us as humans to thrive as well in life. I I have one one question that always bothers me. 
And this is like when you experience pain or suffering or bullying or any kind of something negative from somebody of authority. In your mind, you feel like this is the epitome of authority and you don't know anyone else or anywhere else that you um, maybe your thoughts could be had. For example, um, we have um, you are in, in church and in church you think like uh, maybe the priest or the pastor is the, the, the highest authority in that setting. What happens when this person in highest authority is the one bullying someone? Who is bullying, you mean? is the perpetrator yeah well yeah happens a lot in the in schools happens a lot in churches happens a lot in workplaces hierarchy you know and the manager is toxic basically well mm. either you accept and try to cope with it in your own way right mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. because whatever you say no one will listen to you or you can resign you say i'm not accepting this i'm going in the behind mm. in the back scene you can look for other jobs before you resign, yeah? you don't need to accept yes. this because it will not help. It will not change. The person will not change. So we mm -hmm. need to change our response to it. Mm -hmm. yeah? Whenever mm -hmm. it starts, you can just ignore it, like ignore, okay? Create a safe bubble around you. Say, I'm in my safe bubble. It's good. I know how worth <laughs> I am. I don't need this. And then this person can talk, mm -hmm. talk, talk. Eventually, this person will stop because they have other, you know, responsibilities as well. And you walk away and you do it your own way. You know, so coping mechanisms are different from people to people. Yeah. But you can create your safe bubble. You can breathe. You can ignore completely. Or you can mm -hmm. say, I'm not accepting, which is perfectly fine as well. You need the money. I accept that. Then you look for another job before you resign and then move to another mm -hmm. job. You know, I mean, you know, you're not forced to yeah. accept but it's you who needs to change the response to yeah. the challenge that you have, to the patriot, to the aggressor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've also noticed that this this um, technique of ignoring, sometimes it works a lot because these people feed off the fear that they create in you. The fact that they probably think that they hold your life in their hands uh, maybe if it's a job or if it's school like you want to go into maybe uh, um, you want a scholarship and they know that if you don't train you'll lose the scholarship and things like that i realize that if you let them feel like they actually are winning by giving them that fear they feed off that but the more mm -hmm. you ignore them the more you kind of just find your own as you call it a bubble and just do your thing sometimes they'll um, they reach a point they're wondering if they're really going on the right side, uh, you know, the right direction or no. And to some extent, they might even try to, you know, do it twice as much just to prove that they actually are doing it. Because the more you ignore them, the more they they like that they lack that fire, the fuel for their aggression. Yeah, I mean, they're poor people, honestly. They have people who are not, who don't have self-esteem, no confidence, and zero, right? They have their own yeah. problems. So if I think from the side, and there is always the other side of the coin, they try to protect themselves with being an aggressor, which is actually shame. Yeah. That's fine. Don't think that he's maybe intentionally bad. Yeah. He is also acting out of positive intention in the sense of, of protecting himself. He might have a very hard family life. 
he might came from I don't know what. Does this warrant to act like this? Not at all. I don't agree, of course. But at the end of the day, this is a human and not a robot. So we don't talk to AI, right? So therefore, as you say, if you accept that saying, he's got his own problems, I don't know what they are, and I don't want to know, but you know what? I know who, what I'm worth of. So here comes again the self-esteem. Again, you decide whether you want to continue in that kind of company or wherever. Mm-hmm. And if not, you take the necessary action. If yes, make create a create a, comp- a coping mechanism. Create your safe bubble. Don't get mm-hmm. attacked by this. Don't even get another. Just listen to this. Okay, I heard you. Um, okay, sir. So or madam, ma'am, whatever. Say okay. I I heard what you're saying. What is your last decision on this one? And then and okay, thank you. You go. You don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Why should I be on this? You know what? I mean, it's useless. It's useless. Yeah. So I spend rather, rather the energy to make myself happy, you know, mm-hmm. because this is what, what is important. Love myself, enjoy my life, have my little flowers mm-hmm. on my desk, and check with the people I love, my friends, and the rest. Tompi, yeah? Out of the window. <laughs> I think the most important thing I've learned from uh, today's uh, chat is that bullying sometimes will happen. And uh, it, it, when it happens with people you cannot control, I think you should control yourself. Um, yes. Decide how you want to fail. And in situations where you cannot change the, the, the person, because sometimes it is really a difficult situation, it's a job, or maybe you, there's something you desperately need, just focus on your goal. Like, what is it that I want out of here? But essentially you need you need to look at a way to get out of that situation yeah by maybe getting an alternative if it's possible because then too much of this can also that there are people who are strong enough to handle um bullying for a very long time but there are people who are not as as strong in it and these are the people whose decisions are rash they'll go do very nasty things to themselves instead of their perpetrator. And even to the perpetrator, it would still be wrong in, in, in a legal sense. So the best you can do is try to get yourself out of the toxic place. If you cannot change the, the environment, create your own environment. Exactly. That's it. I mean, you need to decide what you want, right? And it's you yeah. who decides as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, accepting toxic relationships. Yeah. You know what? I mean, life is too short. So make your decisions wisely, right? Everyone is different. There's nothing mm-hmm. like one size fits all. For some people, it's yeah. like a no-go. For some people, they can bear. It's your life. But make sure it's worth it and create your little moments of joy. I think there's also there's something that I just mi- missed to mention about men. For example, this is a young man who's getting into a relationship and... Um, the female, I know them. <laughs> Sometimes they can t- they can put undue pressure on a man to maybe be a certain way. For example, you want a diamond ring and he can only get a bamboo ring, for example. So um, don't be in a situation where like the lady has to make you decide things. I mean, you decide where the foundation is going as a man. So um, I think it will be necessary for the man or the boy who's growing up into be- to be- being a-, a ready husband to um, be able to make decisions in terms of this this lady wants this this is where my my situation is my level is and uh i'd rather grow um into steps than to be rushed into this you know somebody wants something flashy you are not able to afford it at that time you get so pressured you 
I feel like it's almost bullying now. <laughs> That's correct. That's the well. best thing. It will be just yeah, your, you know, yeah, decide your decide your path. Correct, correct. And you know what? Relationships are the best when you're open, when you show your vulnerable mm. side and mm -hmm. compromise. Because if the person mm. loves you really, there is always compromise. You can always find the middle way, you know? Uh, because mm -hmm. sometimes we can afford, sometimes we can't. Sometimes there is something, decisions. We need to respect as well each other's boundaries. Leave enough space mm -hmm. that we have our own friends and we can enjoy ourselves, but do lots enough together that we are creating mm -hmm. the bond where we can have the trust, confidence, and support that we need because our partner is the most valuable one and our children as well. It was very necessary to bring that up because on our next episode, we're just going to be talking about men who are just in a relationship about to get into marriage and those things and how they manage that process. So <laughs> I love that I'm giving you ideas on what next. Look at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's going to be us. Yeah, especially because you're a parenting coach and you tell people these things before they get into them. So... We're just getting them ready for that. Okay, good. So that's going to be next topic. We're going into all that. Man, be all ears, you know, hear from the women. <laughs> you know, of course. Especially because um, sometimes women are the, usually the most unrealistic in, 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 in the dating scene. And um, just learning how to get in touch with the woman in your life because every man has to learn the woman in their lives. They don't come in the same size fit all. No, no, you're not Princess yeah. Island either, right? Uh, like you're not the prince either on the white horse, for example, right? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so there is no such thing of fairy tale. Huh? We've got flaws. We are human. We're not perfect. There is not such thing which is perfectionism. So, but if you have got that energy, that chemistry between amongst you, nurture it, and that's going mm -hmm. to be very important. You know. So yeah. There's a lot to discuss again. <laughs> as always, there's always a lot to talk, to talk about in that regard. Anyway, thank you so much. Of course, I can't. Uh, we can't complete this until we leave, we give um, Julia the five last seconds to just give us the tip of the day as we leave. Thank you, Maureen. I mean, the, the tip is really about believe in yourself. You are worth everything, and whatever you want to do or enjoy. Just do it. Don't postpone, don't procrastinate, and don't let anyone, anyone jeopardize or just ruin your joy of life. Thank you very much. Until next month. See ya. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. It was always a pleasure to see you and chat with empowering episode of the Boy Thrive Podcast. We hope our discussions have ignited new perspectives and ideas for your journey towards growth. To stay connected, follow us on social media and share your thoughts, opinions, as well as questions at, at Boy Thrive Podcast on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Your feedback and engagement mean the world to us. Until next time, keep thriving. Keep thriving.